Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. ESPN has announced that they are going to televise the new Tiger Woods Rory McIlroy Golf League presented by SoFi starting next year. That'll be interesting to watch. It's going to be a, a virtual golf season and uh, it's going to be on ESPN. Joining us now to talk about that and more in golf is our friend Jay Delsing. Good morning, sir. How you doing? I'm doing great, Randy. I, I love the wet wither rivalry uh, <laughs> comment, and I'm ready to roll. That's about how I'm feeling this morning. Let's go. Jay, uh, say it three times fast. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> okay, so uh, this new league is going to feature 18 PGA Tour players split into six teams, and they'll play two-hour head-to-head matches in a specially built arena in Palm Beach Gardens that'll incorporate live action in the latest in golf technology. What do you think? Well, and what, what I'm really interested in, so the simulators are great. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to do any sort of uh, play on the simulators, but everything is awesome on the simulators until you get to putting. And then putting just it, it leaves the room. I don't know the tech. I don't know if it's the tech or what, but I mean, you could have a 30-foot putt and you hit it one inch, you know, and the ball seems to get there. So I don't know what they're going to do for the putting, but, you know, I'm a golf nerd and a geek, and I think more golf is great. And, and um having Tiger involved in anything. Um, like, I'm still wondering why and where the hell he was for the Ryder Cup, but that's a whole other story. And um, I think it's great. I, I'm looking forward to seeing how they, how they do it and, um, and, and get more people involved. Jay, what do, what do you think about this? Lexi Thompson, an 11-time winner on the LPGA Tour, will compete in the, uh, the Shriners Children's Open next week in Las Vegas, and she'll be the seventh woman to play in a PGA Tour event. What do you think about that happening? You know, I'm a girl dad, and I'm all for the the girls doing and, and, and anything and everything. I, I'm not exactly sure what we're hoping to accomplish. I, I, I was playing at Colonial when the great Annika Sormstrom played and, and nearly made the cut. You know, she was just a couple off. I just, I'm not really sure what the goal is here. I love Lexi Thompson. I, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan. Um, I, I just don't know, Brooke. I, I mean... Um, it, it's the, 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 the physiological difference between men and women playing golf is off the charts because of the speed and the power and the way that the, the normal course that, a, that, a you know, a male PGA tour guy plays compared to a female is it's, it, it's crazy different. And so it's going to be, it's just going to be really hard for her, you know, and, and, and if she plays really well, she might make the cut, and 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 I just I don't know what we're trying to accomplish. I, I I mean, I'll watch and I'll root for her, and I hope she does make the cut. But I'm not sure what the end game is here. Uh, Jay, I'm reading a story about Alan Shipnick uh, wrote a book called "Live and Let Die," and it has ruffled some uh, some it. players' feathers. What, what do you think <laughs> about that? 
I'm on it right now. Man, it is. You know, there's some bad words in that book, and I can't talk to you too much about them on the radio, but there's some things I'd love to. There's some, there's some components on the back cover of that book that are amazing. And, I mean, what he's trying to do is obviously stir the pot, which he does extremely well. Alan has been on my show several times, and he's always dropping some sort of bombs. But if you look on the back cover of this book, there are there, – there's just – explosive comments from Brandel Chambly, Pat Perez, who's, you know, real easy when it comes to quote machines, but guys like Paul Casey, where, I mean, basically if you have the button on, you know, radio, every other word has got the button on and, and <laughs> Alan has put this on the back cover and I'm only through about a third of the book. I just got it yesterday. I'm only through about a third. I'm not an Evelyn Wood guy. I, I have to read these things so slow, man. But it's it's really interesting. Basically, what he's what he's doing is chronicling how um, live and this this entire Greg Norman um, vengeance tour, for lack of a better word, has has come about. And I was actually playing for 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 some of that stuff when Greg wanted to do the world tour back in '93 and '94. And I'd also heard guys about this Premier Golf League, which a couple of um, European businessmen tried to start and tried to get underway. And I just finished the chapter on that. And, but th- those were all the um, precursors to live. And they, they basically um, what live has done. And Greg Norman has done was he, what Norman did was obviously found the unlimited resources that he needs because there's really no business plan set up for live, right? They're just kind of throwing money at stuff and seeing what happens and they don't have to make money because, because, you know, the, the money keeps coming out of the ground and this, this uh, public fund has just got unlimited resources. So the, the, the book is, is going to tick off and has already ticked off a lot of players. I saw Justin Thomas's quote and yeah, he did not like some of the things that I've already said about him in the book. And so I, I'm not finished with it all, but it's, it's a good one. It is. Uh, I'm reading the back of the book now, and it, it, just reading the back <laughs> of it is uh, is good enough for me. I may have to go purchase this and read the entire thing because there are some interesting quotes <laughs> on the back of this book Carrie, that you cannot Carrie, say on how radio. About, how about what he says? Paul Casey balking at an interview with Sky's Jamie yes. Weir. Now, guys, <laughs> Jamie Weir is the guy that released the, the false Patrick Cantlay hat gate story over here. I'm going to replace a word that we may or may not have used with something similar like fire truck. Okay. <laughs> and it says fire truck off, go fire truck yourself. What a fire trucking bad question. Go fire truck yourself. That's the first three lines of that quote. <laughs> wow. wow. Hey, Jim, yeah. before yeah. we find out about Sunday's show, uh, there's a company called Lawn Starter that does a lot of lists, and they put together a list of the best cities for golfers in America, and you've been around. St. Louis is listed number 11, which kind of surprised me, ahead, by the way, of Dallas, Houston, San Diego, behind cities like you'd expect, Scottsdale, Orlando, Vegas, uh, Tucson, L.A. Uh, number one, what do you think of that ranking? And what, in general, as you observe St. Louis against other golfing cities, how do you think we do? Well, Randy, when, we, when you and I were kids, we were awful. There were no public golf courses per se for us to play. There was Forest Park, 
and there were just a spattering smattering of courses up in North County, South County, South City, what, what have you. But we, we went through that massive golf course kind of boom, and St. Louis really, really caught up. Guys, if you go try to play any sort of golf in Southern Cal, it's a nightmare. If you're not involved in a high-end public, uh, high-end private country club, you don't, you, you don't have a place to play. And, and if you go to the public courses, you're going to have to sit in your car at 4.30 in the morning and get in the lottery, and it, it's, it's just a nightmare. So I, I think justifiably so, we are well ahead of the Southern Cal, even courses, even though they have some such perfect weather. Um, so I, I think we've done pretty well, Randy. When you start thinking of the public courses that we have, obviously Forest Park is is awesome right in the middle of the city, but you have the Anbriars, the Aberdeens, the, the Peavely Farms, all of these, these uh, and, and then we've got so, so many multiple courses on the east side, like Gateway National, and, and I, I feel like we've, we've really done well. And, um, yeah, I, 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 I think um, – I did not see that report. I uh, I don't know how I missed it, but I, I would say that's a, a pretty fair ranking. I mean, we're still the 24th size market. I mean, we're we're small compared to some of those others, but I think the golf opportunities are pretty damn good. And a couple of the metrics, public courses per 100,000 residents were 12th. Uh, PGA golf coaches per 100,000 residents were 6th. Uh, number of amateur golf competitions and tournaments, ninth. Historical average number, this is not a good one, historical average number of extremely hot days were 116th, but uh, I'm, I'm happy with that. I like being uh, in the top 15 there. All right, what do you got coming up on Sunday morning from 8 to 10 here on 101 ESPN? I've got a good buddy of mine, Vance Crow, who does these legacy interviews. And I know, Randy, you're involved in those. I did one of those myself for the girls. And, uh, man, I was blown away at how emotional it was. So he's he's on the show as well as Chris Nagel, who is in the process of trying to fight for his a full-time status on the Corn Ferry and, and possibly a PGA Tour card. And Nags is a great guy, and he plays out of Meadowbrook. And uh, so he's on the show with Danny Mack and I. And so we talk mostly – the, the, the bad movie that we watched again at the Ryder Cup and how we've seen the end of this. And I just don't understand how our Ryder Cup can come out flat. I could see us come out in a lot of different ways, but coming out for such a huge thing and coming out flat, just, it just, I, I just can't figure that out. We're looking forward to listening on Sunday morning. Thanks, Jay. Have a great weekend. You too, guys. Have a great show. See you. That's our buddy Jay Delsing. You can hear Golf with Jay Delsing Sunday morning, 8 to 10, here on 101 ESPN.